Hello. Um, this isn't going to be a normal sort of podcast. It kind of feels weird to do it in the first place, considering the circumstance. Um, but I think there's something valuable to say in light of it. Yesterday, my mom had a stroke. And she's still alive. She's still responsive. Um, it seems like it's taking a turn upward. But won't really know until they do the second CAT scan. Um, which they may have done while I was asleep at home. But I was in class yesterday and my dad gave me a call. And then I didn't call him back till after I got out. And then, well, then he told me. And so I rushed over there as fast as I could to the hospital. And of course, like we all do, or like we all, most of us would, it's like you start to think parts of, well, you know, the worst case scenario. So I'm thinking about, oh, fuck, is this the last time I'm going to, like, see my mom? Is this the last time I'm going to be able to speak to her? Or is she already gone? Or and at the same time, it was weird because, you know, it was like, Those, um, apparently, you know, supposedly there's like what five stages of grief or something. And the first one was sort of denial or, um, or whatnot. And that's not what it felt like, but even now, um, I almost feel like I should feel more. And I think I'm just not, it hasn't quite hit me yet. Although it did right on the way because, you know, <laughs> crying in the car and like, um, yeah. But the other thing I think is just like, well, you know, I've been able to talk to her. Um, she's aware, she remembers everything. The left side is, you know, her body's kind of droopy, but, um, you know, she started out when I first got there, she wasn't able to move her left arm. Now she's able to do that. Uh, at least she was before I left last night. But it's, t- I think the other thing is probably just that, you know, it's times like these where the, uh, the meditation really pays off. Because my dad, uh, <laughs> he's he's sort of the most impatient and least emotionally resistant. I mean, uh, resilient people I know. Um, <laughs> he, you know, he just gets angry easily. He doesn't always realize when he's talking so loud. He's just he's a handful, but he's a sweet guy. At the hardest heart of it. Um, 
Yeah, the thing is, I don't want to. Or I guess for the meditation, that comes in handy and they'd be able to, like, sort of respond in a way where I'm not always constantly projecting the worst. And I'm not, uh, you know, so... so disoriented. It's like, I don't want to scare her more than she is. Like, I feel like it's important to have this sort of strength and courage around people who are in a vulnerable, scary situation. Sort of like, uh, you know, if there's a child and their parent or some adult, like they're scared of something, just the fact of someone being around them who's not scared of whatever they think it's scary, uh, you know, it can sort of ease their fear or it can show them like, like there's nothing to be afraid of. Which the, the scariest thing at this point is like, well, surgery may be necessary to where they drill a hole in their skull to relieve the pressure or they have to take a part of the skull off to relieve the pressure or uh, evacuate whatever blood is draining into the brain. Which, I know that would uh, freak me the fuck out if that was happening to me. Um, The other thing was like, I think about my parents dying a lot, because obviously it's going to happen, and I, I have older parents. Uh, my mom had, she was, had me when she was 38, so she's 59, and my dad is 57. You know, I know they're going to die, and they don't live the healthiest lifestyle. <laughs> they just don't really live the healthy lifestyle aside from my the thing with my dad is that his work is you know physically laborious so he uh, he stays fit like that he's very fit for his age but he eats like shit he smokes a bunch of cigarettes he's constantly stressing about stuff that's out of his control But I think about them dying a lot, and I think about how the th- like there's all these things that I want to talk to them about, and I want to ask them, and I want to tell them about like because you know they don't know I'm doing this, they don't know quite a bit of like what I'm most passionate about, and that's kind of unfortunate in a sense. But even more than that, it's like, I sort of just want to ask them, like, you know, general life advice, which I don't think many people contemplate too severely until, you know, they're about to die and they're like, oh boy, (laughs) you know, I love this person. I got to tell them the most substantial thing I can because I want them to do this better than I did, or do it just as good as I did, or whatever.
And I was sitting there with my mom. My dad hadn't got there yet. In the ER. And, uh, you know, she's mumbling, kind of. But she's aware that I'm there, and she's starting to cry. And I'm crying, and I'm like, fuck, uh, you know, I think about this shit a lot. I know this stuff is coming. <laughs> uh, like, there's just so much I wanted to talk, talk to you about and tell you and ask you about. And I love the absolute shit out of my parents. Like, I know people, many people just don't have a good relationship with their parents for whatever reason, maybe for stupid shit, but many times for the fact that their parents were fucked up in some major way. Uh, in that case, you know, I totally understand. It's like, you maybe just want nothing to do with them or as little to do with them as possible. And so maybe, you know, this, this sort of sentiment that I'm laying out isn't relatable to you, but for those of you that have a decent relationship with them or one that can and should be repaired. It's like, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> it's like there really is no time. That's sort of the sort of the boat my mom is in because the weird thing it's really fucking weird. Uh, I mean, I understand sort of, um, but she had the stroke. She may die, and she doesn't want my father or I to tell her sister, her brother, or her mom, all of which live in the Northwest, the Northwest United States, and. It's like, well, you don't want your family to know that you might die and like, so they could say some last words to you or come down real quick and say bye to you or anything. Especially she just has a, she's always felt sort of outside of their world and never had a relationship with them and her mom, especially just, they never saw eye to eye. It's very unfortunate because I didn't really come to see that until I got older. And especially with the last uh, incident that happened on the last sort of family uh, vacation a couple of years ago. It was just ridiculous. But, I mean, she doesn't know this yet. She's going to be very upset when me and my dad tell us when, you know, a while from now. Um, but me and my dad did tell her family. It's like, because I know they care, or at least her sister really cares. I think her mom and her brother care, but I, I don't know. The whole thing's just weird. It's like, I, I know I don't want to be in that situation when, I, when I'm dying or, you know, my parents are probably gone when I'm dead, but, and I'm an only child, but, uh, you know, think about it. Do you want that? That's a weird situation to be in. That's a really shitty situation to be in where 
you know, I, I think family counts for something. Obviously it doesn't count for everything because in some sense it's just blood. Uh, and, you know, the relationship you can have with friends and people that are much closer to you can be far more valuable or far more family in the sense of anyone who just shares aspects of your blood and your genetics. Like, it doesn't mean everything, but still. So I'll be going to the hospital again soon to be with her. She's in the ICU. And today I'm going to figure out all the shit I need to talk to her about. I'm going to write it down. And as soon as she's not in the vulnerable position of getting fucked up by the fact of her blood pressure rising, I'm going to talk to her. And I'm going to talk to my dad. Because though they are both extremely sweet people, You know, they, they kind of live surface lives. And obviously that doesn't make them bad. <laughs> it doesn't make anyone bad. It's just like, I feel like they're missing out. Because I haven't found anything uh, more substantial and more fulfilling than than self-honesty and the pursuit of growth. The truth <laughs> and uh, beauty and contrib and contributing to the world. I don't know the main thing I, why I sat down to even do this in the first place because it is kind of weird to do it. Uh, or at least it feels weird in some sense. I did this because like, I uh, wanted to put out there that, you know, it's time to say whatever you have to say to the people in your life so that, you know, when they pass or when you pass, you don't have any regrets about the things you should have said. There's nothing held back, and you could, it could be at peace. It's just not, it's not worth it for anyone to do otherwise. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you could die alone. You can die in a car wreck, and no one finds you uh, until you're gone, until you're already dead. And think of all the people that hopefully, you know, hopefully, hopefully some people care for you. Um, I'm sure someone does. I'm sure they have a lot to say to you. But, you know, they didn't 
anticipate that you're going to die in the next day, or you anticipate that they're going to die within the next day. And so you didn't go deep with them. The other thing is like it's uh well I was, I was gonna go on this meditation retreat <laughs> and I was and I got there and I was like, like talking a little bit and you were crying and she's saying you should still go, like meaning this morning I'd be still going. I was like, What? <laughs> no, of course not. Like you're my mom, like this is us, this is you, this is me. Um What no? Obviously, I'm bummed about not going, but I would never consider <laughs> anything else. Um, the other thing, I maybe the last thing I want to say is like I didn't want. Uh, I've always been concerned about my mom going first before my dad. Because uh, in some sense, she is more emotionally resilient than he. Like when his mom died before I was born, um, he got wrapped up in a major gambling addiction. And then he was with my mom and I was born. He was still in it, and uh, I think I was probably around four or five, and then she was like, she gave an ultimatum, like, if you don't stop this, like, I'm taking Stephen and we're leaving. And I didn't know this until I was, like, 18, but, you know, he, he stopped, although he still has some slight tendencies with that. But if she dies, like... They're also very secluded people. They don't have much of friend groups, especially him. And I don't know why. I think they're just stuck in a groove of coming home and watching TV and playing on their devices and taking care of the dogs and shit. You know, most people just get in for routines. But he'd be an absolute wreck. And I feel so much obligation to take care of him. Versus my mom, like she has other people in her life, she'd probably move somewhere to be with her friends and I know she could be okay. But you know, honestly, I don't get to uh, make that choice with who goes first. And that's a shitty choice. A shitty thing, no matter how you slice it. So I've basically just talked about myself and my situation. There's no reason why you should care about any of that. But, uh... 
Fuck it, because, you know, if anything, I just want to be able to reflect on this later. And maybe some of you can sort of appreciate the situation in the context of your own life and maybe go talk. The honest talk with your parents, with your loved ones. I don't know, it's all, all comes back to the importance of contemplating death. That'll trim away the bullshit pretty, pretty easily if you really go to that. You figure out the consequences of that and you consider what you'll miss out on or the other people will miss out on and the possible pain that may lie ahead and the fear and the total unknown reality that lies beyond that. If any, there's anything at all. Like, that's the ultimate, quote-unquote, realm of the unknown. And I don't know, in some sense, it almost just matters more to me, like, how people go than when, in what terms. Them and I were on. Because I know my mom's going to die. <laughs> I know my dad's going to die. We all know everyone's going to die. And it may just be sooner than later with them. I've thought about that a lot. I've, there's a period of my life uh, where part of my morning routine every day before I'd go to work was like, I'd sit down, I'd put on the most... Uh, moving album by Olafur Arnolds or some sort of uh, contemporary classical musician and I'd look at a picture of them and I'd weep for the next 10 minutes about how grateful I am for them and that's something I stopped doing after a while but uh, obviously I think it's something we probably all need more. Because it's so easy to forget. It's so easy to get caught up in the thing, the stuff of life that uh, is necessary but not sincere. There's no time for Bullshit. Peace.